Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and in this segment, we are going to be discussing the horoscope for the month of May which I'm really excited to get into. But before we get started, I like to remind everyone that I do use the Vedic sidereal system of astrology, which is different than the Western tropical system. So to learn more between those two systems of astrology, you can go to my website, innerknowing.yoga, click on media and astrology now, and you'll find a podcast embedded there with a lot of the differences between the two systems. So that being said, in this podcast, we will be using the Vedic sidereal system to discuss the month of May. And we have a lot of really interesting things going on that I'm excited to talk about. A few things before we get started. I, as I mentioned to y'all before, I went to New York to see my teacher and participate in a 24-hour fire ceremony. And in that excursion, obviously I was like staying in the ashram with multiple people. I was on multiple different airplanes and I don't know if it was like something I was exposed to or if it's the air here in Austin, we are notorious for having a, you know, crazy pollen season. I don't know what it is, but I'm like, I feel very nasally and congested. And so I just like want to apologize for that in advance. The other kind of housekeeping announcement that I would like to make is that, okay, so you all know that I travel a lot and my favorite places to travel are the high desert, the low desert, (laughs) anywhere that it's the desert I want to go. I love the heat. I love the sand. I love the sun. And even though I absolutely love that climate, my skin takes a beating every single time that I go out and trek around. The one product that I carry with me every single time I travel is a product called Buddha Butter. I absolutely love this product. I've tried to sell it to my friends, my family, my partners, my loved ones, whoever will listen to me. I genuinely try to sell them this. And so I reached out to the company to try to get a discount code, and I would love to share it all with you. So if you want to try this product. I literally use it all over my body to protect me from the elements. It's super healthy, super clean, minimal ingredients. You can go to their website, which will be listed in the show notes, and you can use astrology now 20 for a discount code. Absolutely. 100% recommend it. So I actually am looking at my can of it right now and sent a photo of it to a friend today. Who's having like skin dryness. I was like, use this. It works for everything. Um, and I just, I don't know. I love the company. They're so sweet and kind and all of their employees are treated like really well. Again, all of the products are made with the best quality ingredients. And so I just really trust the company and I was hoping to share them with you all as I will continue to try to share them with everyone in my life. So hopping in to this month. So we're posting this a little bit late. Again, I was on vacation last week. And so I thought that was a perfect opportunity to post our retrograde segment. And of course, Mercury is retrograde right now. So I thought it was a great opportunity. And so we're playing catch up a little bit. We're going to do May horoscope this month and we will do the, um, the new moon horoscope next week. And it will actually be on the new moon itself. So that's our agenda for the month. So for May, on May 2nd, Venus entered the sign of Gemini 
and Venus was with Mars for a couple of days, but Mars, of course, has just entered Cancer. So we're going to kind of start off here when this publishes around May 12th. But Venus will be in Gemini from May 2nd until May 30th. And so Venus is the planet of love and relationships, how we give and receive love, what we find romantic. It also has a lot to do with finances as well, beauty, self-expression, our creative endeavors. And so when Venus comes into this really fun, dual nature, communicative sign of Gemini, there is this really light, fun curious energy that comes with it. So for this duration of time, really for the entire month of May, this is a great time if you're in a relationship just to incorporate more fun into the relationship, more intellectual stimulation, like reading a book together or listening to an audiobook or listening to a podcast or watching a documentary, kind of learning something new and doing something that's out of the ordinary. I think that everyone single or not, is prone to kind of falling in a rut and falling into routine. And so Venus and Gemini offers us that opportunity to just incorporate a little bit more fun and spontaneity into our relationships in a way that feels fun for you. Some people may really thrive with the podcast documentary thing. Other people may want to take a walk or take a pottery class or uh, choose a new meal to cook together. It's just kind of integrating that fun, spontaneous energy in. Though I will say Gemini by nature is ruled by Mercury. So it has this communicative energy, this desire to learn and explore. And so amplifying communication, amplifying anything with learning or expanding your knowledge is really in alignment with Gemini. So I'll just go ahead and, and leave that there, but it could also be like traveling, going to a new place things like that. And something that actually comes to mind for me is I got these table cards, which are like relationship cards. It's like so dorky. You walk into my house and that's one of the first things you see on my coffee table and you can draw the cards and learn more about people. And it asks them like thoughtful questions and there's a scale of intimacy. (laughs) So it's like friendship or a little bit more than friendship and like romantic partnerships. So it's pretty fun. And that's like a very, uh, Venus and Gemini type of thing. So if you've been wanting those types of cards or to explore that type of thing, now is an amazing time to purchase yourself some. And it enhances relationships of all kinds. It doesn't necessarily have to be a romantic relationship. That being said, if you are not in a relationship, if this something, if this is something that you're not currently doing or not currently wanting, this is a great time to tap back into what brings you joy, tap back into your own creative potential. And I really love Venus in Gemini because Venus also represents what we love and what we derive pleasure from. And so this is an amazing time to pick up a new book or start reading a book that you forgot about, Uh, pick up a new poetry book, maybe spend some more time writing and reflecting and journaling or learning something new just for the sheer enjoyment of learning. It could also be contacting a teacher, writing a note of appreciation. It could also be planning a solo trip to somewhere that you've been really wanting to go and kind of fueling creative energy with travel. So these are some really fun ideas for Venus and Gemini that will be from May 2nd until May 30th. Super fun, light energy. And I I really appreciate it. I think that the one 
warning that I might give <laughs> is kind of having a little bit of fickleness around romance, going back and forth, not feeling super confident about relationship. Gemini has a dual quality to it, so all of us should be very mindful when it comes to grass is greener on the other side mentality, or maybe having a little bit of a wandering eye. Try not to uh, fall into that energy. Venus in Gemini could do that as well. On May 5th, we did have our lunar eclipse between the signs of Libra and Aries. We had an entire podcast dedicated to that eclipse. I hope that it found you well. All of us were a little bit more prone to feeling emotional, to having faded encounters or having some sort of crossroads occur in our life. It's actually really interesting. I This is such a true story. I was at the ashram. And my dog was here and his moon is in Libra. Allegedly, I adopted him. And so they gave me like a potential birth date. And now we can totally confirm that his moon is in Libra. We had this eclipse in Libra and he ended up getting into a dog fight and I had to come home early to tend to all of that. So that was my dramatic eclipse event. And I hope that all the other Libras out there are doing okay and didn't get into any type of confrontation like that. But all of that to say around May 5th, it could have been a few days before, a few days after there could have been these kind of like bigger emotional experiences, especially depending on where your moon is placed and which planets are placed in Libra. So on May 10th, actually, as I'm recording this, Mars has entered the sign of cancer. And so between May 10th and June 30th, Mars will be in the sign of cancer. And so this is a few months. And so Mars is the planet of valor, strength, willpower, courage, our martial ability, Mars is such an important planet because it indicates how we process, experience, and express anger and frustration. So when Mars is in signs that it really likes and that it feels really strong in, it can operate in this really powerful and intelligent way. It can choose its battles appropriately. It can express its anger or frustration in a healthy way, and it can handle its energy in a healthy way. It can be courageous and it can have this strength. When Mars is in a sign that it's not super well supported, it can lose a lot of that intelligence. It can engage in conflicts that are needless or unnecessary. It could even become so passive that it doesn't even engage in conflict. It could lose a lot of that courage and that fortitude and that strength, or it could do things that are completely reckless and bizarre because again, it's losing some of that intelligent quality to it. Cancer is the nurturer and the nourisher. It's a water sign. It's the sign that's constantly wanting to take care of other people, to cook, to provide, right? It's the fourth sign associated to the fourth house, which is literally home, land, real estate, the mother, nourishment, the heart space, feeling warm. So now we have this planet of war and destruction and we're asking it to soothe someone after a breakup. <laughs> we're asking this warrior to bake some cookies, bake a cake, to take care of a baby. The energy just doesn't mesh well. 
So when Mars is in the sign of cancer, it's in its point of debilitation. Mars is debilitated in the sign of cancer, meaning this is the sign where it really does lose a lot of that intelligence. And so it can become, again, uh, reckless. It can engage in conflicts that are unnecessary. It can be very explosive in nature. It can be uncontrolled, uncontained. It can really be violent sometimes. And so in the world around us with this placement, we need to be very mindful of war-like activity, weaponry, and conversation around weaponry and war because there's not going to be as much intelligence here. And there could certainly be outbursts, tantrums, some sudden events, things like that. In our own personal lives, we should be very mindful with conflict, conflict resolution, and handling irritation and frustration. Really, it's an amazing opportunity. I view these things as amazing opportunities. If we know that there are people in our life who trigger us or frustrate us or are very difficult for us to get along with, this could be a time to be very mindful when working with them. Trying to allow frustration and irritation to arise without necessarily acting on it, right? To be a witness to disagreement and confrontation without having to invest time, energy, resources into something that may be, again, like a complete waste of our time. How many? I mean, I can think of so many arguments I've had or disagreements I've had that have just amounted to absolutely nothing. And I think that something that we can really consider during this period of time is that it's, there are very few objective realities. There are very few opinions in life that are 100% correct, right? Like what is right for me and what is true for me is what's right and true for me. That does not make it an objective truth for everyone else in the entire world. And that's the beauty of it. All of us have differences. All of us find truth in different things. All of us find meaning in different things. And so this is an awesome opportunity to really find that humility when engaging with other people. Remember that it's okay to disagree. We can be friends with people that we have disagreements with. We can be in conversation with people and allow us to have opposing viewpoints without having to change our viewpoint, without having to change their viewpoint, just letting there be the difference and finding peace with it. It is so empowering to do that. You know, and some of you may already know this. This is something that I had to really learn. It's been so empowering for me to not agree, (laughs) right? I have this kind of like combination in my chart where I'm like a diplomat and it's been really an amazing journey for me to have pretty big differences with people and just let them be different and not conform to their ideology, not feel like that we need to be on the same page in order to have peace. We can be completely different, have completely different viewpoints and find other things to connect on. And there can be peace that way. So I hope that that's helpful for you. I hope that that resonates with someone out there because again, this Mars in cancer can really create a lot of triggers. And I do think that people are going to be acting erratically and there are going to be a lot of unnecessary conflict, um, maybe some passive aggressive behavior. It may be coming from people around us. We may fall into that type of patterning. So 
This is an opportunity to heal. It's kind of like running in sand for those of us who are learning how to engage in conflict in a healthy way. So that's a little bit on Mars and Cancer. The other thing I'd like to say is that Mars is real estate and property vehicles. Do notice what happens with the housing market during this time. It may be a difficult time for uh, housing and real estate. Depending on our own chart, we should be careful with land, real estate, property, and vehicles. This should definitely be an area of being mindful. Accidents, injuries, burns, cuts, bruises, of course we need to be more mindful. Not everyone in the world is going to have an accident. Not everyone is going to break their arm, but depending on our birth chart, depending on the dasha we're running, it's completely possible that we do have maybe a little fender bender or we have a little health thing that comes up. So just move through this period mindfully. I will say on Patreon, patreon.com slash astrology now podcast, I do the horoscope for each of the 12 signs. It's not going to be for the chart specifically, but I do go into more detail for the 12 zodiac signs there. So between May 15th and June 15th, the sun is going to be in the sign of Taurus. So that means according to the Vedic system of astrology, if you were born between May 15th and June 15th, your sun is in the sign of Taurus. So happy birthday to all of our Taurus sons. We are so appreciative to your amazing grounded, consistent, practical Venusian energy. You all are so skilled with bringing more beauty and art and creativity effortlessly into the world. And of course, you guys usually have the most amazing recipes and restaurant recommendations, and we can just not appreciate you enough for making the world more beautiful, more tasteful, and more consistent. I do love the sign of Taurus, and I'm sure all of us can agree. So looking at the sign in Taurus on um, a global level and a personal level, globally, you know, Taurus is the sign of finances, and it has a lot to do with wealth and stability. You know, the second sign of the zodiac, which is Taurus, is associated to the second house, which is money and finances. And of course, like food and our voice and oratory ability. And so really on a personal level, this is an amazing time to try new recipes and to try new restaurants or to decorate the home, to bring more beautiful things into the home, to create beautiful spaces. I like to think of my home as like altars. Each little space is an altar piece. And so I try to create it um, as its own unique little altar area. So maybe that can inspire someone somewhere. Um, bringing more flowers in, having music playing, just doing something to enhance the experience around you, maybe buying new clothes, but the sun itself is leadership and authority and Taurus. It has this again, like this consistent, stable, practical energy to it. And so for us in our own personal life, it's an amazing opportunity to look at how we can be more consistent, stable, and grounded in our life and how that can guide ourselves and guide other people. You know, I was thinking about this recently. I actually think I was talking about this on a podcast, maybe like on Patreon or something, but passion can excite us and it can give us ideas and it can give us inspiration, but devotion and dedication and commitment is how we can actually make that amount to something. And so with the sun in Taurus, it's like an amazing reminder 
that we have to be consistent. We have to be reliable and, and practical when it comes to our goals and ambitions. So when it comes to us being the CEO of our life, <laughs> of being the boss of our life, how can we be more stable and consistent and reliable to manifest what it is we're trying to create? And that's always a really good reminder. Um, and on a global level, this is going to bring a lot of emphasis to the economy. I think we're already seeing this become a really big trend. And so because the sun has to do with leadership and authority with it being in Taurus, there's going to be even more of a focus put into the economy. The debt ceiling is a huge topic right now, trying to heal and recover from this. It's going to be a very big point of interest. It may be something that we see becomes even more of a focal point around the new moon on May 19th. So on May 19th, we're going to have our new moon in Taurus in the nakshatra of Kritika. This is certainly going to put an emphasis on the economy wealth, finances, assets, and investments for the United States and for the world at large. May 15th, Mercury is going to direct at 11 degrees of Ashwini. Um, and I want to talk about that more in a minute. I just want to say for the new moon in Taurus, just a reminder, we'll have a full segment on this next week. So this Mercury direct, if you do have any planets around 11 degrees of Aries, Libra, Capricorn, Cancer, the Mercury direct may kind of put something into motion for you, but it depends on the planet. So again, 11 degrees, Aries, Capricorn, Libra, Cancer. So if it's like Venus, it could have something to do with relationship, your own creative mind. If it's the sun, it could be your father or an authority figure. If it's the moon, it's your mother, you know, so that's something to watch out for. Mercury going direct is definitely going to alleviate some of these communication issues. We may have been having some travel issues. We may have been having, if you follow me on Instagram, I definitely had some travel issues myself. Um, and so Mercury being the planet of travel and communication and media and social media, as it goes direct, we will be able to travel a little bit more freely, have fewer delays, communication is going to be easier, technology should be working a little bit more in our favor. The other thing I want to say is that Saturn is going to be aspecting Mercury for a little while um, this month. And so as Saturn is aspecting Mercury again, I would say maybe May 15th for the next five days, it's an amazing opportunity to really get things done with online work, with websites, with social media. If you're a writer or an author of any kind, if you do any type of work where you're like writing articles or you're writing documents or you're doing some sort of evaluation or for students who are writing papers, this is an excellent window of time to really get things done. So from May 20, excuse me, May 24th through May 26th, so these two days, Mars and Moon are going to be conjoined. Uh, keep in mind that Mars is debilitated, the Moon is going to be in the sign of Cancer. These days are days to be very, very mindful. Accidents, injuries, fender benders, you know, if you're handling sharp objects or fire or anything like that, just be extra careful May 24th, May 26th. 
On May 30th, Venus is going to be in the sign of Cancer conjoined the planet Mars. This is certainly going to have an impact on relationship and intimacy. This is something that we will spend way more time talking about in June because this is so close to the end of the month. I think that we should just save this topic for June, but just know that this is certainly going to have an impact on maybe relationships and intimacy and something we should keep an eye on. And of course, for Patreon, this will be something that we discuss for each of the 12 Zodiac signs. The final thing that I want to discuss is that this month, Pluto is going to be squaring Jupiter to the degree. So between May 17th through the 23rd, Pluto will be squaring Jupiter at six degrees of Aries. So if you have any planets at six degrees of Aries, notice this period of time, there could be some sort of sudden unexpected event. It depends on your chart, but it could potentially be something really powerful and really amazing. Again, six degrees of Aries, May 17th to 23rd. It could also be six degrees of Libra, Capricorn, Cancer. It could be these signs as well around the six degree point. So be watching out for that. So overall for the month of May, I definitely see this being a little bit of a heated month. I do think there's going to be this emphasis on firearms and weaponry. And as I mentioned, we just need to be really mindful with explosive events, violence, people acting erratically, something to be really, really, you know, mindful of. And um, the other thing that I'll say about Mars and Cancer is that it could change our ability to manage our own energy levels. So we may get bursts of passion and excitement and enthusiasm and then get like really burnt out and fatigued. So that's another thing to watch out for with Mars in the sign of cancer and just kind of reviewing some of the other predictions that we've made and that we've been considering as Mars or excuse me, as Mercury has been retrograding in the nakshatra of Barney, we saw all of this reproduction stuff come back up to the surface as we were anticipating right in the media. There's so much around reproduction, reproduction rights and birth control pills and you know, all these types of topics coming back to the surface certainly contributed to Mercury retrograding in Barney, the nakshatra of female reproduction. And also so much interesting stuff with health, wellness, and life extension. I saw that there was like the first brain operation done on a baby while still inside of the womb. This is so Jupiter and Aries. I can't even like Jupiter and Ashwini is bringing about these new innovations and these new breakthroughs in health and wellness. And Aries is the sign of the baby and Ashwini, you know, it's really the first nakshatra of the Zodiac. So it's even like the babiest of the babies. And so we had this amazing scientific breakthrough that's helping babies. And I also saw that they cloned a horse and they're hoping to use this technology to avoid potential extinction in other animals. I would definitely say this sounds like life extension and species extension and even more hilarious, Jupiter is in Ashwini. Ashwini is 
the horse. It can't get more literal than that. And so those are just a few of the ones I've seen recently. It's been really fun. I'll continue to try to track them and remember to tell you all in case you are missing them or in case you don't follow me on Instagram, because I do post a lot of them there, instagram.com slash astrology now podcast. So this is what I have for the month of May. I hope that it was helpful and gives you a good idea of what to expect for the month to come. I have temporarily paused my readings. I currently have 30 minute readings available on Fridays. So if you'd like to schedule a half hour reading, I have those. I also have SOS readings available as well. Patreon is patreon.com slash astrology now podcast. My website is innerknowing.yoga where I have a lot of learning resources available. And my Instagram again is astrology now underscore podcast. Again, my name is Christine Rodriguez. This is astrology now. Thank you so much. Thank you.